How's it going, everybody? This is Precisely Podcast, podcast about beer and video games. I'm your host, Bo, and with me as always, but without being with me, we got Tony. What's up? How are you doing? And we also have Kelly. Kelly! Hey. So it's we a might. Fun virtual hangout. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're FaceTiming each other right now and using Zencaster. Uh, a website program that allows us to have our own tracks and podcasts away from each other because we're all scared and panicky. I guess. I don't know. We're not scared. But I'm I, not that scared. I'm not that panicky. Yeah, neither I'm, am I. I'm not I'm concerned. Panicky. Yeah. I think I'm concerned more about the state of the world than you know, getting sick personally. That's yeah. I agree. Um, so yeah, COVID-19 is going on right now, um, but we still wanted to release our podcast on schedule because that's what we like to do. You know, we enjoy it. Our listeners enjoy it and we're not going to stop until, until the government shuts us down. <laughs> <laughs> when is the government banning podcasts? I want to know <laughs> when uh, was that on the list? <laughs> hopefully not ever. <laughs> but this is cool that we can do this um so hopefully we sound okay and bearable um tony's the one in charge of that and he says we sound all right minus himself so <laughs> and tony also in this face chat that we're doing has a chicken face or a rooster face for a I face can't, i can't take it seriously yeah tony can we just see your face because you're just smiling as a rooster i'll, I'll show you then I got a screenshot. Good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's those right. uh emojis you can put over yourself in FaceTime, basically. Yeah. So and he also has hashtag COVID nineteen on his face. Why? Why do you? <laughs> why not? Why I not? guess. I guess. With that said, I was uh playing Pokemon Go the other day, uh battle against like a random stranger and his his name was uh, Coronavirus LLC. No. And he, and he beat me. And I was just like, damn, I got beat by the coronavirus. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's been quite a few uh, COVID-19s and coronaviruses on Call of Duty. That's so funny. I'm sure. Or, it's not and funny. The clan it's just, tag. Yeah, it's just weird. What What's the clan tag? COVID. Okay. <laughs> For everybody who's quarantined, they just have a clan. Yeah. Yeah. It's been lit. Has it been lit? Yeah. Well, let's get to our beer. Let's keep this on track, and uh, we'll get to COVID talk, I guess, if we want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm drinking on some Tasty IPA. It's actually called Tasty IPA from uh, 21st Amendment Brewery. It's a 6.8%. It has Ben Franklin in a pile of hops like he's... Uh, like Scrooge McDuck with all the <laughs> gold and stuff 
but it's all hops and there's hops over his nipples. I'm going to show this to you guys. Yeah. I kind of want to see it, but I also kind of don't. Oh, my God. Right? Kind of looks like you did with a little longer hair. Wow. And glasses. Wow. So, yeah, it's called Tasty IPA, and uh, and it's Tasty. Why? Because he's bald or something and big belly and hops yeah. for nipples? Yeah. 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 I can see it. Oh, and, and there's a kite right next to him. That's cute. Yeah, and you're a big kite guy. So. Yeah, all he does is fly kites. Yep, that's my that's only hobby. Literally all he does. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about electricity, and he flies kites. Yep. It's crazy. It's a good IPA. Um, nothing like to write home about, but it's solid. It's not fruity. It's not overly bitter. It's good. Right on. What do you got, Kel? Yeah, Kel. Uh, well, here in my, I'll show you my lovely koozie that I got nice. from uh, the Outer Banks. Um, when I went with my friends, we went to this place. It is literally called Biscuits and porn whoa and they sell biscuits and porn yeah wait is this a beer place or no it's just like a store it's a biscuit and porn place they sell biscuits and porn inside a gas station yeah it's wild we had to go just because of the name and then i bought a beer koozie did you see it like on wait no 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 i need to ask more questions like did you like see like a big sign on the highway and that's what made you stop so we were like, so we went to the Outer Banks for my friend's bachelorette party. And we're like stop. looking for things to do, you know, like for three or four days, however long we yeah. were down there. And on like Apple Maps or whatever. And you're like looking around like what restaurants are in the area? Like what's there to do? Like we're trying to plan this out. And this comes up and my friend was like, what is this? And they just sold like breakfast biscuits. That's so weird. And porn. Yeah. I love it. I, I want to go. Yeah. Worth it, regardless. Yeah, uh, I have the Trogues First Cut IPA. Oh, cool! I actually brought a can of that up with me as well in case I drink through this, which I know I will. Yeah, it's a really good IPA that comes out like in the beginning of spring. Yeah, usually, and it's got like a little mango, a little citrusy, a little citrus, not too much, you know, hop flavor, but you know enough, make it a good one. That is one of my favorite IPAs that they put out. Yeah, I think it's either number one or number two for me when it comes to Trogues beer. Yeah. Tony, Tony what do you got? got? Uh, my favorite, Dale's Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you guys can see that. Yeah. That is your favorite. It is. That's uh, two cases of it for the quarantine. Nice. That's what I've been doing a lot is uh, just making sure that the beer stores are open. So, yeah, I was going to say, well, all right, so where we're at, Pennsylvania, they've closed down, well, what was it, Monday, they closed down basically any non-essential business, they said, it was going to be closed, or suggested to close down. So you're looking at, like, a lot of retail stores and malls and things like that closed. Then on Tuesday, they closed the liquor stores. Yep. Right, Tuesday. Did you guys go? Did either one of you go? No. Yeah, I got a bottle of wine. I was literally not. Was it crazy? Yeah. It was empty. Well, I mean, a lot of the spots on the shelves were empty. I saw a video of a place, one of the liquor stores that I used to go to when I lived in New York, and it was wrapped around the store twice. Wow. Like the inside was the line was wrapped around twice inside the store. 
So I was like, yeah, I'm not going out to deal with that. I will be fine with whatever I have there. I know that I have I have enough beer. If I need to, I can go to like a grocery store and get beer or wine. Yeah. But because those will remain open. But yeah, now we're in Hopefully. a situation where it's only life sustaining businesses can be open. And then they're yeah. gonna start finding businesses that are open that shouldn't be, stuff like that. So, so Kelly, I don't know. You've been home for a while yes, now. I have. How, how many days? Whole this whole week. Okay. So it started got, Monday, essentially. Yeah, we got word on Thursday um, through my school district that we, that like the schools were going to be meeting with the governor of Pennsylvania to decide, you know, what's going to be the outcome um, on Friday morning. But we knew ahead of time on Friday that you have to get work together to send home to kids because we are not, we're going to be out. It just, depending on what the governor says is how long it is. We know that we're going to be out for an extended period of time. So get work together. So we spent all Friday doing that. So I knew that I was going to be off for at least a week. Yeah. I'm off uh, tentatively until the 30th of this month. And the way things are going right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they extend it. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's not, they're not, it's not getting better here. Like they're just closing more things. Yeah. And it seems like they want to keep closing businesses down. Right. And they actually even threatened if you are a business that's open that's non-essential, they're going to they're going to permanently shut you down is what they're threatening. I which heard is crazy. fines and things like that. I didn't hear a permanent shutdown, but I did hear things like that. Um so I'm not um, all of the stuff that I'm hearing, I can't even tell if anything's for real or not cuz I'm hearing six different things from 20 different people, so you never know. That's the other thing with with this situation there's the news is everywhere and people are hearing different things but you just yeah. don't know what's going on i the one thing that is kind of interesting right now was we had a conversation earlier in the week when they did the uh non-essential business shutdown with the owners of the uh, antique store that i'm in and he included all the vendors and said like all right like you know they're not forcing us to close essentially but what do you think? Like, as vendors in our building, what is your <laughs> stuff? What is your input? Like, you know, should we try to stay open? Should we do, you know, like hours only on the weekend or something like that? We were like, just, you know, just no. close it down. Yeah, just close it. Because at this point, like, we knew, you know, people that were there had, you know, issues that it would have been an issue to them if they would have gotten it. So it was like, it's not worth it. So we closed it down. But, you know, it's another weird thing is like that income isn't going to be there for this month, you know, for a lot of people now. So and thinking about like all these small businesses and stuff that they don't have that income from this month because they have to be closed at this point, which is crazy. Yeah. So, Tony, you've been working this whole week, right? Uh, yep, but next week I'm not working. They are, we're doing emergency calls only and I'm not on rotation. Oh, so what happens with that? Can you use vacation days or what? Yep, yeah, I'm just going to use the rest of my time up, which works out perfectly for me. I mean, that's pretty cool with you. Yep. Do you want to give your your news? I'm starting a new job. Congrats. And I'll be probably moving. Oh boy! For those who care, 
Actually, you have probably a bigger fan base than any any of us on this podcast. <laughs> More people talk about Surely. you. Than me. Uh, yeah, I, I don't send you all the messages that people say about you, but but they're uh, they're concerned if you don't mention Call of Duty at least three times during a they're podcast. They're calling welfare checks on you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can rest assured I've already played about four hours today, so good. And I'm probably gonna do another six. Good. <laughs> and yeah i i've been working uh full time and we have no change as of yet to close like i work with uh car parts and that's an essential thing right now so people need to be able to fix their cars to be able to drive places which sort of doesn't make sense right now but uh, i'll take it because i enjoy working and it seems to me that not you kelly but other people that I've talked to, like everyone seems a little anxious and, and nutty that's been at their house, you know, all week. Yeah, it's hard. I, I yeah. mean, it's hard to like, I don't have an issue with it because I'm inherently an introvert. So for me, yeah. staying at home is just a normal, you know, night of the week. But, you know, an extended period of time where now I'm starting to be like, oh man, I really want to go, you know, just to get breakfast at my favorite breakfast spot or go get a cup of coffee or go meet my friends for dinner or something like that. Things we would normally do if, you know, we were off work or something like that. And now I can't do those things, which is like, it's all right. But at the same time, it's just like trying to get used to that. I'm, I have plenty to do in my house, so I am not going to be bored at all right now. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like eventually the governor is going to be like, everyone just needs to be home um, for however long period of time so that we can nip this in the bud and not spread it anymore. Yeah. But we'll see, you know, and if that happens, cool. Like hopefully the government government like pays us, you know, for being off of work. But uh, I know a lot of small businesses can't afford it right now. Right. It's it's hard because you got people who are on a salary work from home or whatever. That's fine. But then you have the people who are getting laid off, who are working jobs that, you know, most people would consider like, I guess, menial. But like, you know, a barista who's making you a cup of coffee in the morning is not making enough to sustain. And then they're all getting laid off right now yeah. because the coffee shops aren't open. And it's like when you life goes back to normal you're gonna want that cup of coffee again and like is that place gonna be open still it's everything's so up in the air with with all that i mean i would i would hope that the people who need the money the most can get it yeah people who are you know laid off right now and things like that uncertainties and bills to pay you know i hope that all that's taken care of for them yeah i hope everyone's safe out there and you know practicing uh safe distancing from each other and washing their hands and all that like i really think you know because this is happening around the world like has there ever been anything like this that has happened to everyone you know yes well yeah i mean every time i think Every time a, a virus or something like this goes around, you know, take swine flu, take bird flu, take Ebola, all of these things that have happened in our lifetimes, 
And we didn't have the capabilities now that we do to be able to have mass people working from home, to have internet connections and things like websites and things like this. This wouldn't have happened in 2010. You know, like we couldn't. Wasn't enough though? Like, I mean, was Ebola that big? I mean, it was pretty big. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember all the statistics, but like, yeah. I'm just thinking like now with the technology we have, we have more options that we can conduct virtual business rather than in person business. Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying to use that to our advantage to prevent the spread of disease. And that could become the new normal when there yes. is a large outbreak of a disease, which I don't think is a bad idea. I think yeah. that's fantastic. It's just scary to get used to at this point. Yeah. If big corporations realize like, hey, we don't need the overhead for this giant building to house all 100 employees that, you know, everyone can work at home and businesses as usual. Let's just do that because how much money are we going to save then? And people are comfortable at their own home. And I I think a lot of businesses already lean towards that, you know, giving um, work from home options and virtual options. So I would, after this, I would not be surprised to see more of that going. Yeah. So, do you think this might be the end of retail stores? No. Okay. I think there will always be retail. Um, as much as we want to deny that, you know, like Amazon's going to take over and we'll never go out shopping again. I think people are always going to want, and I am a person who likes to go out and test something out in person or see you need it to before feel I buy it. it. Yeah, you need right. to touch it. I need to feel it before I buy it. So, I will always support a brick and mortar over an online seller so what like what about when it comes to video games like probably the increase of digital sales have has gone up you know and that we are already leaning towards that in the future of just all digital world when it comes to video games so do you think that this will increase the chance of that happening i don't think that this has a huge effect on uh, like gaming economy in that way in my personal opinion why i mean more people are probably buying games online right now but uh, there's no doubt in my mind and i mean gamestop is still open as far as i know that's a yeah. whole other topic <laughs> yeah and gamestop's really uh screwing their employees over and they really don't care about their employees and they're gonna go down after this is all said and done i'm sure yeah I, I know people that work for GameStop and people who are in higher up positions in, you know, a local GameStop and he's pissed about mm-hmm. how they're getting treated and how the people under him are getting treated and the lack yep. of cleaning supplies and all this stuff where, you know, they're claiming to be a life sustaining thing. And it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. You sell batteries or whatever, but you know, so do 27 other places. It's like, what batteries do they sell? Do they even have? I they they were cla- somebody was claiming they had batteries or something, and that's why they were supposed to stay open. But the other thing is, like, they're getting memos. It's like if the government tells you to close, tell them no. And it's yeah. like, why? If, if an employee gets sick, uh, send them home, and then send everyone else home from the store. We'll clean it up and then reopen the next day. Is what I heard too. Yeah. And, and the other thing is like my, my, my friend was saying like they haven't, that store specifically has not gotten any clean supplies since November and they've been wow. frequently requesting supplies to restock. And that's fucked up. And you know, if the management is ignoring 
you know, these kind of requests. And especially right now, yeah, I've seen tons of other places open and they have hand sanitizer out at like literally every point in the whole store. Yeah. But if you can't appropriately clean your store and provide that, at least for your customers, you should not be open at all. Bottom yep. line. I agree. But yeah, back to the, the digital thing. I think that this, I think we'll see a rise of digital sales just due to this. But I don't know overall if it'll change the climate because, I mean, for me, I was and I know a lot of people were worried about their pre-orders coming in for this week. You know, Doom and Animal Crossing, were they going to make it? Amazon stopped shipping non-essential items. So yep. a lot of people's pre-orders got held up, you know, and then they're buying digitally. So I'm sure you'll see a lot of jump in sales because people aren't going to go to a store or people aren't going to, you know, be able to get their pre-order. So, I don't know. Yeah, and I even heard, um, so Doom and Animal Crossing were coming out on the same day. They actually staggered it where Doom came out a day early, uh, just so that the stores that were doing, you know, like sort of like takeout food type deal with their video games and pre-orders, that Doom came out a day early yesterday, um, Thursday, that people could come for that you know and it'd be a smaller crowd and they would have to call in and schedule a time like hey i'll be here from 1 to 130 i'll be showing up to pick up my copy that way there was never more than like three or four people in the store at a time which is a great idea and because two major big games from two different platforms were coming out on the same day that's cool that doom was able to push it a day early too yeah, that was pretty cool. I did see that. I also saw a lot of our local stores were like, hey, look, I know times are tough. Your pre-orders are held up. You know, we're ordering extra copies. If you yep. need to come get your pre-order filled, basically, you know, call us, set up a time to come get it, and you will, you know, drop it off at your car in the parking lot or whatever. You yeah. know, it was like going above and beyond like that. It's It was pretty cool that people are coming together for that. Yeah, I think – uh People are just really uh, trying their best to help out everyone and make sure that the spread doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. And that's all, honestly, all I can ask for is to yeah. just everybody be a decent human and try to help out everybody else while we all go through, we're all going through the same thing. So, yeah. you know, just help somebody out. And I've actually... I've posted a bunch of N64 games up on eBay and I've almost sold all of them that I've posted. I was going to say, I just had a conversation. Um, Cuzzy retro games said he made, he made a ton of eBay sales this week and I messaged him back and I was like, dude, me too. Yeah. I've been selling like crazy and it's because people want to play video games, you know, they're at their house. They can't leave their house. Right. So they're going to get it shipped. Because now mm-hmm. I have to figure out when I'm going to go to the post office safely. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing. But, you know, that that's cool that, like, I'm, I'm seeing that, you know, while my in-person sales are going to be tanked for March, you know, my online sales might have a nice little jump to help make up for some of that. Yeah. So I hope that helps. So have you guys seen, like other like video game companies or other companies like changed things, you know, because of COVID-19, like for me, like 
I, I'm still playing Pokemon Go, and they actually, uh, there's an item that you can get if you spend money, like actual currency, that's called incense, and it draws Pokemon closer to you um, without actually having to walk around, and they just did like a gift thing on Pokemon Go in the shop where you spend one penny, like actual currency one penny but you can get actual real currency in pokemon go by battling at gyms and stuff one penny will give you 30 incense so mm. you can essentially just be at your house catching pokemon mm. left and right which is really cool i thought and i didn't yeah, even realize that you, for as much as i play i listened to a another podcast that talked about it i was like oh wow like i didn't even realize that but that's really cool you know and uh I guess egg hatching is uh, halved. So instead of like a five kilometer egg, it's only two and a half kilometers. So you can just pace back and forth in your house <laughs> and uh, hopefully hatch an egg of a rare Pokemon. But I thought that was cool that they're doing that, you know? Yeah, I did see that. That's pretty good of them to uh, to do that. I don't know of any other major like in-game things that are happening. Um, I think that they are just trying to kind of, I don't know, just get you to be like, all right, you're stuck inside, you know, here's some options for playing games and stuff. And maybe they'll throw a sale on the eShop or, you know, whatever. I have no idea. Yeah. You know, I hope that, I hope that things like that happen for people who are, stuck in and don't have anything to do yeah i agree gaming on so let's talk about the games we've been playing on our time off and non-time off and stuff because i really haven't had any time off but uh still been getting some gaming in good you want to go first sure I was able to play multiplayer Super Nintendo game Twin B uh, with one of our friends and listener uh, Matt's video game corner uh, Super Nintendo Online on the Switch. Uh, oh. Twin Twin B is, I believe it was only a Japan exclusive, but it's a a shoot 'em up, and it's so much fun. And playing online was just great, like. You really don't have to be able to communicate with each other. Like we weren't like FaceTiming or anything like that. It was just let's shoot as much shit as we can before we die. And we got really far in it. And it, it, it's just a great game, you know, for being a 16 bit game. It felt so good playing it. And it was like he was in the same room with me, even though he lives in Florida and I live in Pennsylvania. So that was a lot of fun. Um, played some Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color. Oh, it's one of my favorites. It's so good. The only thing that I don't like about it is that the matches take forever. So if you're not committed on a hole like nine hole or eighteen hole, you know you just got to turn off the Game Boy and and lose all that data, you know, that you played, which I actually had to do. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like. Can you save so mid match? Isn't there a save mid match? I don't know. I just I just turned it off. <laughs> I've done <laughs> I'm that before. Sure you can save. Okay. 
I'm pretty sure you can. <laughs> I, sh- I should have checked that before I turned it off. Because there's no, there's no way my like ten year old self was playing Mario Golf That's and sitting through thinking. eighteen holes yeah, and not like, quitting out of it. I was like, I've been playing for an hour and a half, and I still have like five more holes, and I'm so tired, and I need to go to sleep. How does a match take you that long? First of all, I blaze through those things. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can save it mid match. And then I've been playing the new Ori, Will of the Wisps, and I absolutely love it. I'm going to hold off most of my commentary on it because uh, my tattoo artist, my wife's and I, and Tony's tattoo artist, Chad Glazer, he uh, has been playing it as well and wants to be a part of the podcast on our next episode and talk about it he just beat it last night and texted me that he beat it but he let me borrow one of his extra xbox one uh, consoles to be able to play it so i bought the physical release of it and been trading the controller on and off with my wife but literally she's been playing probably 80 percent of it and i've been playing 20 percent of it but we both have been really enjoying it it's it's a very good game cool it's definitely yeah. on my list to look at so yeah maybe it, maybe it, we'll see how this quarantine goes <laughs> exactly like it, it's a great game he said he beat it like within like 30 hours and i'm not sure not exactly where we're at but it's a metroidvania so you can essentially go anywhere at any time so i'm sure hour wise of beating it can be anywhere from 20 to 50 hours you know yeah. What have you guys been playing? Tony, how's the new Call of Duty? Yeah, tell us. Oh, uh, yeah, Battle Royale. Al, is that? Yeah. It's sick. It's a lot of fun. I don't know if I'm completely sold yet, but, I mean, it's fun. A lot higher risk. What do you um, mean? Well, like, if you die right in the beginning, I mean, it sucks. Do you have to wait yeah. or what? Uh, well, it's like a battle. It's a battle royale, so it's 150 people, right? Teams of three, or you can do solos. Okay. Um, and then if you die, you get one chance to revive, and then your teammates can buy you back. But I mean, it. The whole thing is you got to get good money, and you or you got to get a lot of money, and you got to get good guns. So dying at any point is really going to hinder that for you. So you get money within the battle royale. Yeah, by like completing challenges and then killing other people that have money. Okay. And then you just find it laying around too. So what happens when you die? Um, the first time you die, if no one revives you, then you go to this gulag, which is a one v one gunfight. A and gulag. The go- yeah, the gulag. If you win the one v one gunfight, what's a then gulag? You get to come back to life. What do you mean? I what's don't know. a gulag? Google it. <laughs> All right. I don't oh even God. know how to spell You're it. You're going to get really upset when you Google that. All right. G-U-L-A-G. Okay. Anyway. All right. Um, and then if you die again, your teammates can buy you back for $4,500. Oh, geez. Which, I mean, it's it's. I think it's evenly balanced, the amount of okay. money that everything costs. I think they did good on that. Hmm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's in beta now. It's going to get better, I'm sure. So yeah. does everyone start with the same weapons? You got to find your weapons. Yeah. You start with the pistol. You'll have to play it. There's really a lot to it. Well, I want to I wanna hear it from you. 
Yeah, everyone starts with a pistol. You parachute in. So it's uh, like Fortnite. Most people have played a VR, so they understand. Yeah. Well, they're all very similar in that sense. Like, well, even in Apex, you parachute in too. Yeah. Yeah, they're all very similar, like I said. But is... I don't I don't play a lot of Battle Royale because I don't like that style, Same. but do, don't... You're not usually allowed to buy a player back to life, right? Correct. <laughs> so this yeah, is as the, far first, as I know. the first... I don't play a lot of VRs either. Yeah. yeah, the first kind of game that allows you to bring your player back via money. Yeah, which is good. And the games can take a really long time, uh, being that, you know, it's 150 people. How long? Yeah, the map is huge. How long That's... are we talking? I never timed it. I get lost in it. Maybe I'll time one tonight and see. So, oh, have... oh go ahead. What, what's the best place you've gotten so far? Fourth place. Really? I haven't won one yet. I mean, fourth place is really good. That's better than that's better than my Tetris ninety nine. Yeah, well, fifty fiftieth place would be the highest place if you're playing squads because it's teams of three. Right. Okay, so that would be twelve people total left if you get fourth place. Huh. But yeah, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, what was I going to say? No, I forgot. Um. When you, uh, when you're, so you, you said you can do solo or, or a three squad, right? So you can't do any higher yeah. than three? Uh, I'm sure they're going to change it, and I hope they do fours. They should do quads, triples, duos, and single, you know. It That's, seems like the smart move to do. Yeah. It's interesting. Do they have a timed, like, when you, when the map gets smaller kind of thing? Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah, they, it's like poisonous gas that closes in, and it oh. actually takes away your shields and your health. Wow. But you, you can pick up a gas mask, but that eventually, you know, runs out. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some people enjoying it, so it sounded like it was going well. Yeah, I've seen some clips from it, and it reminds me of Fortnite a lot, you know, even though I've never really gotten into Fortnite, but... uh there's not like building right when it comes to no. Fortnite, no, there's okay. no building. and that's probably a plus to you to me yeah yeah Some i never i never liked the building yeah i thought the building sort of it. took away from it yeah it's yeah. too much Oop, it's too much to compute sorry am i yeah. still on you're good all right i just turned my microphone off accidentally i'm holding my microphone so tightly <laughs> You're so so passionate about this conversation. I am. <laughs> That's cool. What um, have you been playing, Kelly? Uh, well, for the past four hours today, I've been playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. So it just so, came out today. So the UPS guy showed up at like one o'clock, and I was like, "Thank you. Let me." You're like, this why didn't quick. you come here earlier? I wanted you here at midnight, but yeah, I guess this is okay. So I uh, popped it in, and it's really good. It's really, really good. Like, I know I've been excited for this game for a long time, and I know that I am an Animal Crossing fan, so maybe there's a little bit of bias, but I really like it so far. Um, Right now, I think I've basically done everything I can do for my first day because um, you basically get to the island... And you get settled, and Tom Nook kind of gives you a little, almost like a tutorial kind of thing. 
like here is our shop thing and here's the all this stuff and this is the island and yeah here's your neighbors and then you you know set up your tent and you go to bed kind of thing and then you wake up and then it's like real time so you have like a small kind of tutorial and then you start your real time island time so by the time i started um you know i just started collecting fish and bugs and you know selling things and basically i got uh blathers the the owl who owns the museum he's building his tent so said it'll be done tomorrow and i paid off my my travel to tom nook so i'm building my house which should be done tomorrow and my airport doesn't open until tomorrow yeah so all the stuff that i like i've done basically everything i can do today except like to continue catching bugs and fish and selling things and making money and stockpiling all these critters so when blather shows up i'm just gonna drop all these animals on his doorstep and be like here for the museum (laughs) take all of these (laughs) so it's kind of ridiculous i'll have to send you a picture of it that i have the stockpile outside of my tent of animals (laughs) that's cool so you don't have to like keep inventory on yourself then no you can put stuff like i was just putting them on the ground outside so like a bug a bug is not going to run away from you no, they when you put it on the ground, it goes into like a little crate, basically. Okay. So cool. Yeah. So I've yeah, like I said, I've pretty much done everything I can do today. Um. So like, I have to wait till tomorrow till everything opens up, and it, and then I can start visiting people. I can start submitting things to the museum and go on from there. But I'm kind of stuck in this limbo right now with that first day. So. So that's cool that they're doing that do you think that there's a way to manipulate time like yeah there is i don't time travel but you can i mean and there was always time travel back to the gamecube you just had to reset your system clock you know and date so but the mole would get like really angry at you if you did that yeah but i i don't do that i mean i just like to play it like as it is so i just play it in real time i don't do time travel but I know so people that do. But how no. how many hours did it take until you ran out of shit to do? I was probably like hour three, three and a half, and I was like, okay, I really can't do much else except continue to catch things and yeah. sell them and make and money and fish and fish, right? Yeah. And I uh, I ended up making like you know a design thingy, like one of those like you make your own designs in the game and, and you i heard on that clothes and stuff yeah i heard that's like very easy to do yeah it's fun did you uh guess what i named my island mm, dynamite cop no <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good though uh is it something that you've said before yes katamari yes really yeah Really? Yeah, I named my island Katamari. Oh my god! How did I guess that on the second guess? That's amazing. No, it's pretty, it, it, I'm pretty easy to guess, I guess. Yes. But I was thinking because it was it's taken. It's forever. like an island, yeah. Yeah. Island, well, like I was a, thinking and a Katamari and ball. before in my new leaf, I had um, called my town Hyrule, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I kind of want to, you know, get a new name. I don't want to continue using that name. 
So yeah. I was thinking, and I was like, oh, Katamari would be really good. And I guess in, like, Japanese, Katamari means, like, a clump or, like, yeah. a cluster. So it was cool because it's, like, an island, so it's just, like, a clump of dirt in the middle of the ocean, so it kind of works. Oh, but, I love it. So I made a little, my little design. I'll have to send it to you. I just made a little prince. So. I love it. Put them on shirts and shit. Put them on my island. Like, everybody wear them. Like so is, is everyone's <laughs> island different? Yes. Um, when you get to the like airport, the shape of the island, uh, yeah, you can pick your layout, like how okay, you want okay. streams and stuff. They get like four choices, and you get to pick out how like the streams go and everything. Um, and when you get to the island, though, you get random neighbors and random fruit. Like my island has pears, and I have, uh, I think her name is a she's a bear. Her name is Paula, and then I have this fucking baboon. Who is the most terrifying looking villager I've ever seen in my life? Like, he's just ugly. Okay. <laughs> he's just he just looks bad. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. His eyes are like real beady. I don't, it's uncomfortable. But, okay. Yeah, and he's wearing like a motorcycle jacket, so I don't I don't know what his deal is. But so yeah, you get two random villagers and then a random fruit, and you go from there. Tony in this, sorry, in this video chat looks like he's like jacking off with the microphone. <laughs> he has that angle like he's on like that that chat. Uh, what is it chat called? Like chat roulette. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Michael. Something That's like that. <laughs> it kind of does. It's <laughs> really bad. I'm trying to sit comfortably right now. Yeah. So yeah, I I mean it sounds cool. Ha, are you able to like connect with anyone? Ha, have you seen any of your friends like get I on can't it yet? Because my airport's not open, so tomorrow okay. I can start. But I've um, been like texting with people. And, okay. You know, just like try. I'm get, like I have friend codes, and so like once the airport's open tomorrow, I'm gonna start visiting. Yeah. So Matt getting different resources. Yeah, Matt was like, "Yo, I'm ready to buy you this game." you know, I want you to play it because there's so much that we can do together in it. And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want it right now. Like I'm not ready for it. Like I need to be Ori. I need to be other games. I need to get my house together. Like I'm just not ready for animal crossing. Like as much as I want it, I don't. This is I'm scared. I'm scared to get sucked into it. <laughs> you're, you're scared of Tom Nook. This is not exact Tom Nook. Tom Nook. No, he'll but, break your um, kneecaps if you don't pay him back. Tom Nook's actually a really playing. nice lender. He's not playing. He has no interest rates. <laughs> yeah, he is. But I think that this game came at the absolute right time for me. Yeah. Like, this New Leaf got me through a lot of things before. You yep. know. And now, here I am dealing with, you know, the day-to-day -day anxiety of the world right now. And I have this game to go to again. And Yep. It's going to be perfect. It's just going to be a, an escape that I need and that calming presence that I need. So yeah. I think and that I say that and I think a lot of people would agree. You know, a lot of Animal Crossing fans would agree that they had, you know, a lot of positive experiences because of older games when they were going through hard stuff, you know. Yeah, it um, couldn't have it couldn't have come out at a better time. And that was like one of my questions in our show notes is like, what do you guys think is going to be the most played game like during this 
absence of work and you know time of like being at your house and really like to me it's probably going to be animal crossing is what the majority of people are playing but that's also hit and miss with other people whereas like tony likes those action-packed games like Call yeah, of Duty. i was gonna say i think as far as a new game animal crossing definitely um doom is is good but not everybody plays doom kind of yeah, thing but and people are so hype know, about doom yeah you have to know doom to kind of want it at the same yeah. time our friend tyler think, tyler yeah. loves doom yeah. yeah he said something i posted on my facebook today about you know here's my switch code if anybody's got you know their island set up or whatever we can visit and he was like i would but i have doom and yeah. i was just i sent him the the gif of the guys from the road to el dorado is like both both yeah. is good <laughs> but yep. uh yeah no I'd, so a lot of people i'm sure picked that but i think that behind animal crossing we'll, we'll see a lot of people on call of duty on the new battle royale mm-hmm. we'll probably see a lot of activity on fortnite all these kids are home you know got nothing to do so i'm sure like those would be like the top couple of games that are being played at this point yeah i agree yeah, I think there's no doubt in my mind that the bat- Call of Duty Battle Royale is the biggest game out right now. I mean, that's like huge for streamers. It, you know, Battle Royale is the most popular thing to stream. So kids are going to see that and they want to play and it's free. So, yeah, uh, that's in my opinion, maybe a little biased, but no, I, I think you're right. It, it's a huge um, add on to that game and. You know, a lot of people already invested in it. A lot of people like Call of Duty already. And as far as like an action based game, you know, that's going to be the one people probably will be gravitating to at this point. You know, um, like I said, Doom is almost a, a niche kind of game with that. Not many people are just diving into Doom now at this point in their lives. But yeah, I did see some gameplay on it, though. It looks pretty, it pretty looks decent. Good. Yeah, it looks really good. For sure. I just, I'm not a huge Doom fan, so. And obviously Animal Crossing is my jam, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> Have you played any of the Doom games? Um, I think I've tried, I've tried one of them, and I just didn't really, I didn't jive with it that well. Yeah, I can understand that. So, I don't know. But yeah, other than that, I mean... Other than Animal Crossing today, I've, you know, I've taken this time to get a lot of work done around the house, but I've also played, you know, a couple games. I've been working through some of my games that I've been playing, you know, slowly but surely. Uh, I was working through my Ratchet and Clank games, so that's been pretty good. But other than that, I mean, I'm looking forward to cutting out some of that backlog on this time off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really is kind of a blessing. You know, have an extra time off. Yeah, in a, in a weird way, yes. It's like a backhanded blessing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm looking forward to some time off. Like this weekend, I, I'm i hoping to finish Ori and work on my uh, Art in the Wild project outside. Like, like you said, Tony, to me in a text message, like, just get some vitamin D. Like, that's all you need. Like, that kills a virus, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just so you know, Kelly, Bo is more paranoid about this coronavirus than he's ever been paranoid about anything in his life. <laughs> what do you mean? He's taking it incredibly seriously. What do you mean? 
like you don't want you to, you were I I was like oh let me come over for dinner on St Patrick's Day and I was like I'll let you know when I'm done he's like well you should this might be the last time we see each other for a while that was I mean, a joke <laughs> I mean it's, 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 yes I don't know I mean you should, definitely shouldn't like be hanging out with people all the time yeah. you know but like. My mom came over and helped me garden this week. Like, what? Nice. Yeah. Like, you know, gardening six feet apart. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, no, outside is definitely the place to be. So. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it was a little rainy, but there was a nice day. I got in there and finally got some work out there done in the yard. And it was, it was nice for that, for sure. Nice. All right. Should we... Uh, should we talk about some of the the news? Yeah, if you want to. All right. So uh, there's a couple things that came out this week. I mean, obviously, we've already talked about Doom and Animal Crossing as far as new games. But um, things that came out this week, um, we had the uh, announcement of the specs for the PS5 and mm-hmm. the uh, specs for the Xbox, um, the new Xbox. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I mean, I don't know what what's what's everybody thinking. Are we going to be upgrading anytime soon? I don't think so, honestly. I think I'm fine with what I have right now. Like, so I only watched the PS5 news of the specs, and it was uh, what's his name, Mark Cerny. Yeah. It sounds like Sony, but I think it's like Kearney or Cerny. Yeah, but uh, Cerny, I don't remember. Yeah, he he knows what he's talking about. He's he's a developer, um, and essentially what he, what I gathered from it was that PlayStation Five is gonna not have loading screens at all. That games will be as fluid as god of war but even more fluid whereas god of war uh didn't have loading screens unless you died you know yeah um and that patches won't take as long to patch that you know patches now for the ps4 even if you're just fixing like one or two parts out of it, you have to repatch and install like the whole game again. And that's what takes so long. But, but with the new hard drives and with the new speeds and all this, it will take significantly less time. So that's cool, you know, but it doesn't like really mean that much to me. Like I, I was trying to play call of duty last night with Tony and I wasn't up on my game with it and because I haven't played like in over a week, I had to re-download the install from like last Tuesday's or this past Tuesday's patch and I couldn't play with them. I was like, oh, it's going to be 40 minutes until I, until this works. It's so I didn't game. even, yeah, so I didn't even get to play with them last night. And like to me, like that's dumb. Yeah, I hate that, like, you know, if I want to play a game and I haven't touched it, you know, for at least a week, there's, like, always, like, a huge update, it feels like, on any kind of modern 
day game. Whereas, like, you know, I might as well just go grab my Game Boy and play that while exactly. downloading. You know, I'm so sick of it. My Switch. Because even the Switch, you know, downloads are pretty quick. Yep. As far as things. But, you know, I know they're not disc based games and stuff like that. It's an entirely different animal. But still, it doesn't take that long for that to update. So, yeah. I'll go do that instead. So, what I gathered on the quick end of it is that you know that there was like rumor or say, I think even Sony said it, that PlayStation 5 would be backwards compatible for every PlayStation home console. Correct? Yeah, I remember hearing that rumor. Like from PS1 to the next generation of PS5. And all they talked about was that it would be backwards compatible with PS4. So to me, I'm like, well, I already have a PS4, so fuck it. Like, yeah, I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to jump on a new system that probably has no exclusive games for it, because whenever a new system comes out, it's always on the older system as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it would be in it. And I wish that Sony would have done it with the PS4 was having the backwards compatibility to the PS3, you know, but like, it doesn't make sense for me to buy a PS5 right now. Um, when it comes to the Xbox, I will be buying that. I'm not like a day one or anything, but I will eventually be buying that because mine is the That's original. Old xbox one like i don't even have the one s or whatever you know i just had the original so that thing has been kicking for quite a few years and it's definitely time for an upgrade because it's probably significantly slower than it should be but it gets the job done right now yeah i'll just wait it out until this new one comes out and then when i'm ready to upgrade i will do it so and that one it's kind of like the same thing it doesn't really seem like I, you know, aside from obviously like the graphics and things like that, you know, I don't really need to upgrade if I had a working console kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, with the Xbox that I love, which I never knew really about Xbox until Chad let me borrow his extra one, which, by the way, I have like the Gears of War Xbox one. So it's Mm -hmm. like this red console with like scratch marks in it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's cool. You know what I'm talking about, Kelly? Yeah. Well, when you power it on, it makes the most god-awful sound ever. Oh, really? Yeah, it has like an actual like sound chip in it where it's like... Like it makes like a Gear of Wars sound, I I guess. And I'm just like, no, this is so gimmicky and dumb. (laughs) And like when you like put a disc in it, 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 it just makes it seem like so a it's toy like, it's like the xbox 360 that was for star wars when you yes it up, it's it exactly it is exactly that and i'm like you don't need to do that like it's cool enough that you have a cool shell that has like scratch marks in it like I like, the like cool but no no you don't need to make sounds <laughs> and that like star wars cool yeah that makes no- more it's sense noted. yeah it's a noted sound that but- has more nostalgia behind it than gears of war yeah, I, def- I don't play Gears. So. I feel like the Xbox is like dying every time I turn it on. <laughs> it probably is. It's such a weird, bad sound to it, but it is what it is. The one thing I do like about it is 
when I did get it, I got it a day before Ori got delivered to me. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm setting up the account. I got an account name. I'm like, I want to sort of play something on this. So I was able to put in uh, not Half-Life. Oh, what is it? Another game. It's like mm-hmm. it's something life. I forget what it is, but I was able to put in a 360 game that I have that I bought from like Goodwill and it worked. Yeah. You know, like, and I was like, that's really cool that it's backwards compatible, you know, you can and even it, put original Xbox, original Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. some of them I, I did put in and it didn't work, mm-hmm. but there's only you a know, couple. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, that's so cool. You know, and PlayStation doesn't do that for yeah. some reason. And it's just like, I don't like that about that. And the reason why I've loved PlayStation so much is of their exclusive games, but really I don't know how, how exclusive they're going to be next generation. Yeah, I agree because I mean, now you start to see even these PlayStation exclusives, older ones crash Spyro are now on switch and Xbox, you know, like those are the original you know, exclusives. So, I mean, like, last... Yeah, the PS4, you had, like, a couple big ones, but a lot of it was shared anyway. Yeah. I think, ideally, for me, is a system that can play as many possible physical games as possible. Yeah. And, and I do like the Xbox for that. I like the Xbox because most of my friends have Xbox accounts, and that's why I, I lean towards that. Um, so when I get on, I know that my friends will be there. Um, whereas PlayStation, it would probably be like a couple people. Yeah. So I know that I have a, a opportunity to play more online multiplayer with people through Xbox. So that's why I stay with that. But I do, I mean, I grew up on PlayStation. The controller for PlayStation to me is a preferred controller. Um, the exclusives were also preferred exclusives. So... I don't know. I just had to flip the switch on the Xbox, just do the online capability with my friends. And then I did like the backwards compatibility from it. So, yep. Guess that'll be something again. You know, everybody has to to weigh when the new console comes out, but what's going to work for you kind of thing. Yeah, we will see once it, once they actually get announced. And honestly, I feel like there might be a delay with them too. Yeah, well, who knows how long, you know, this is going to last. It could push a lot of things back. They've stopped working on a lot of entertainment things, movies, TV shows, things like that have been pushed back. Concerts have been postponed, you know. Wouldn't be surprised if it affects some video games and systems being made. Yeah, we will see. All up in the air at this point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so after uh, those two... They had the uh, Nintendo Indies showcase. Yeah. Which uh, just happened this week as well. And a bunch of cool games. You know, I wasn't like, what's your overall feeling behind it? There wasn't really anything I was super drawn to on this one. There was a couple that like raised my eyebrow kind of thing. But nothing that was like, ooh, I definitely want to download that. 
Yeah, Tony, what did you think? Did you watch it? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Okay. So, let's go Were, were there any noteworthy games, though? I mean, we'll, we'll run it down here. Yeah, we'll run through it. I mean, if you want to, put it on your phone right now, because it's only like a 19-minute a showcase. Yeah. It's pretty short, and you could see sort of what we're talking about at the time. Mm. Uh, we can just go through it. You should, right. you should play the trailer on your cell phone. <laughs> All right. Well, regardless, we'll move on. So the first, uh, the first game that they dropped on the trailer was called Blue Fire. Yes. So what were your thoughts about this one? Because this was a platformer. Yeah. So this, I mean, it reminded me sort of of uh, like a 3D Ori. That's you what know? I was gonna say. It looked kind of similar. Graphically, yeah, it, it had those like cool colors, like cool, uh, like just like uh, like color palette of it. But uh, I wasn't it's darker. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it though either. And maybe it's because it's a three D platformer. I feel like two D platformers are where platformers should always stay. You know the yeah. the whole okay. three. 3D aspect of platforming isn't necessarily a thing that should be around anymore because it changes it changes the whole dynamic of of the control scheme, you know, and uh, it's hard to explain, but it it just seemed a little jumpy to me. Yeah, I mean, so basically this game was like you're like this little ninja looking dude and like nobody has faces. It's just like eyes. <laughs> yeah. Just jumping off of walls. And you're just like jumping around walls. It doesn't look like you really have any kind of combat or anything. You're just kind of hopping around everywhere trying to, you know, get through levels and stuff. So yeah. I don't know, but they're, uh, they're saying it comes out in the summer and it's going to be a timed exclusive for the switch. So, I guess it'll land there first for a little bit. Yeah. So the next one uh, that I have is Baldo. Yeah. Which is an action-adventure RPG with an anime art style. That lo- looked like a Studio Ghibli kind of. Yes, it, it did. Kind of look. It definitely looked like Nino Kuni. Um, I was all about this. I was like, this is yeah, cool. cool. Uh. It didn't seem like there was that much combat, but the trailer for it was also very short. Yeah, all of these were super short to like get a vibe on what was happening. Yeah. I so I found it hard to kind of like notarize like what you know what the concept was behind this. Like, yeah, it looked like it was like an action adventure RPG that looked like you know Studio Ghibli, but it also kind of looked like it had elements of like a dungeon kind of crawler spot, like you know. Or, like, an open-world kind of situation in, like, yeah. some, some parts. I'm not really sure. It was hard to, to grasp. This was probably, like, my most favorite-looking game on Nintendo Indie World. really nice. I I definitely would, like, watch a TV show about it kind of thing. Like, it looked really cute. Like, the animation was done very well. Yeah. Um, The next one I thought was the most interesting... This one's the one that I kind of was like, huh, I kind of want to see what that one's about. It's called I Am Dead. Um, basically, it sounds like 
the concept of the game is you are the protagonist who is dead and you like run this museum on a small island um and i don't know like if this is the afterlife or whatever if you're just like a ghost in the real world if the museum actually exists without you being there i think you're more so like uh in purgatory Mm -hmm. it's what it seemed like to me and you have to fix things or solve these little mysteries or puzzles to get get your afterlife back together i don't know (laughs) get your afterlife together man yeah something like that it was like sort of like a clue game but yeah uh, that they were you would get like certain powers like x-ray vision and stuff like that because you were dead so to help you solve these puzzles so uh, that looked interesting, like the story it behind looked, that kind of To stuff. me, it looked like a VR game. Like That would be qu- cool in VR. Overall, uh, not necessarily a Switch game. And one thing that I did notice about this is that none of these are Switch-exclusive games. They're all just... They're all timed exclusives, basically. Yeah, time exclusive to the Switch. So they're coming out to the Switch before anything else. So cool, but... Maybe some of these games might be for other systems or definitely all of them. But like maybe like this game might be for PlayStation VR, which would be even cooler. Yeah, that would be cool to see in VR. Yeah, yeah, that one's coming out later this year again as a timed exclusive. So, yeah, pretty cool. <clears throat> um, Next one I have is Bark. Yeah, so Bark, uh, you know, indie developers... They kept talking about like a family co-op shoot 'em up game, and it just seemed like graphically it looks cool, but it just seems like a dumbed down shoot 'em up. Yeah, it's just like a side scroller space shooter. That you know maybe it's unlimited lives or something, but it's like oh your family can play this any ages, and it's just like uh, shoot 'em up shouldn't really necessarily be that way. They like, have cute little animals piloting the spacecraft. Yeah, like you can be a, a little kitten yeah. shooting things, but I was just like, like yeah, okay, like yeah, maybe that is cool actually. You know, well, and they were saying the animals have like different abilities. There's like four yeah. of them to pick from or something, so. You know, I guess that would be cool to if, you know, if you have a younger player or, you know, something like that, you you get them into side scroller shooters or whatever. There you go. I guess it's a good way to to get into it. No, it might actually be really fun. I just yeah, I think it's fun for the right audience. I don't think it'll be for me, but it it looks cute. So the next one was uh, Freak Apocalypse, which to me really reminded me of. Uh, West of Loathing on the Switch. Well, have you ever read the the web comics, The Cyanide and Happiness? No. So the guy that made the game, uh, I can't remember his name, he has been making this web comic called Cyanide and Happiness for by probably years, and I see it pop up all the time. I mean, I like definitely recognize the cartoons. Yeah, I'm right. sure you've but, seen it in memes and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. been around, but so they're finally, like, you know, putting a game out with it, I guess. Okay. So it should be interesting to see. I mean, I don't follow the web cartoons or anything like that, but it should be interesting to see how that plays out because they are, like, the ones that I've seen, they are funny. Like, he has, he has a good sense of humor, and it's just, like, little stick figures and stuff. But, Yeah. You're just like in the apocalypse, I guess, and you're solving some puzzles and adventuring through and 
The yeah, it seems cool. Pictures. I don't know. Yeah, that one looked interesting, but it just I had my attention because I knew the comic. So I kind of knew like where they were coming from. I yeah, think. what to expect. Yeah. But it reminded me more like a text base yeah. anime adventure in the sense. Like sort of like a, a stick of truth South Park. Yeah. If you've ever played that. Like sort yeah, of like no, that. It, yeah, it yeah. kind of feels like that kind of thing, like that adult humor adventure yep. comedy kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. I would say that's the same thing. Cool. Um, next one is Summer and Mara. Um, this one looked pretty cute. Like, it looked, again, kind of looked like a, it would be like a, a movie or a show about, like, this girl's adventure. I guess you're on this island and you have to, like, explore and craft things and collect things in order to go different places. I'm Again, they don't give you enough to go off and to be like, this is where she's going and whatever. So I'm not really sure what she's doing, but she's on an island. <laughs> so I don't know. But they were going to give out like a free DLC to people who got it on the Switch first. So that's nice of them to like give a free DLC shirt or something like that. I don't know. Whatever it was. Yeah, I saw that. It was uh, it was like a little Koopa Troopa. Yeah, yeah, a little backpack and a little shirt. Yeah, I thought it was dumb, honestly. I mean, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna release this game, if you're gonna make it on all, you might as well put something, yeah, put something with it, you know, kind of thing to promote it. So whatever, it's cool. Yeah. So this one, the next one is called Quantum League, which is a time rewinding competitive shooter where you can join your past self and change the outcome of the battle. It's coming to Switch later this year. So this reminded me of the game that we played, Kelly, uh, after the one podcast. Screen Cheaters. Screen Cheaters is what it was called? Yes. So... I'll, I'll sidebar. If you have not seen or played this game, it's really interesting. It's an indie game. It was on the PS4, I think, first. I don't know if it's on Xbox, um, but I saw it just came to the Switch. And basically, the whole point of it is there are no characters on the screen. You just have to look at the other person you're playing against, what their screen looks like, to find out where they are to try to kill them. Because it, it's like, you know, kind of like a you know, battle royale or first person shooter kind of thing. Um, depending on what mode you pick that. You yeah. So this game essentially is you have like a bunch of different rounds and the first round that you do, you know, you play through, you win or you die, but then that ghost of you is still there shooting the same way. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really understand it. So how it was going. It took a second for me to get there when I was watching it. I think I had to rewatch it like twice to figure out. So the point of it is is essentially there's a strategy um, beneath the first person shooter part of it. Because you've got the FPS where you just run and gun and kill everybody and whatever. But then there's a strategy where your ghost self is still on the playing field mimicking what you did before. So if you ran out from behind this, you know, barrier and got shot, it's going to keep happening. Or you could plan something strategic that your character does. So, 
when you come back around the next time, I guess it could make it like so you have an advantage on the playing field because you're you already know what your character is doing, and the other people don't that you're playing against. So I don't know. It seems like an interesting piece, but I think it's too much strategy for me <laughs> to kind of deal with it. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was uh, a little bit too much. <laughs> could be a headache. Could be really cool. Depends. Yeah. Um, The Good Life. This one was interesting. It was another RPG where you're like uh, paying off debts and solving mysteries and things like that in like a little town. But everybody turns into a cat or a dog. Yeah. I didn't really understand the concept of it. So it might actually sound like a game that I want to play. But I just like the trailer for it right. didn't really do it for me. It didn't do enough in the trailer to kind of get a good idea, I think. But, you know, you're you're doing the RPG kind of elements, but then as a human, but then you also have the ability to do the RPG elements as a cat or a dog. So, like, you could use that, again, strategically to your advantage, I guess, whatever cats do. I don't know. Like, so you need to get this you know, item from off of a roof. You can't climb up there as a human, but if you were a cat, you could jump up or something. I don't know. That's kind of what I took it as. Like, yeah, you can use your changing abilities to. This might actually be a game that I pick up and try or download. It looks cool. Also, you could ride sheep. Yeah. About that. Which looks cool. About that. Uh, The next one was the last campfire. Oh, this one Uh, looks nifty. So this is by the same makers of No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. which is weird. Why is that weird? Because uh, it didn't seem like a No Man's Sky game. Not to say that developers... They don't make game. <laughs> I know, but... <sighs> I know what some, you're saying. I know what you're yeah, saying. but some developers have that same style and stuff. Mm-hmm. This... Sort of seemed like Ori to me, and also Dreams. Like it, how it looked like. It, it it's a puzzle adventure. Like yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what I think about it. I liked the trailer a lot because it was kind of like... It was one. It looks like it in the way they placed it in the trailer. It was like it could be one of those games that tugs at your heartstrings a little bit. You know, yeah. like a game that actually makes you feel something or makes you feel like a better person coming out of it or something like that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because they were saying, you know, this, it, like the little guy was going around and there was all these people that were hurt or, or dead or something happened in this world. I don't really know because, you know, they didn't really give any backstory. But then he was just like healing them or helping them or like even just acknowledging them. Like, there was, like, some skeleton. He had to get, like, a piece from it, like, that it was holding. And, like, he took the piece that he needed, but then he, like, acknowledged the fact that the person was dead and, like, still had this item and, like, essentially, like, thanked them for it and then moved on. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, like, I mean, it was just, like, you know, a bow or something, but it was, like, showing the respect to, to, like, you don't see that in a video game. Like, you go, you know, like... In Bioshock or Fallout, you know, you just go up to the corpse and you take the stuff and you leave. Like, here he's yeah. going up and he's like, okay, well, this this creature or whatever, this character had the book that I needed to get 
past whatever. So I'm going to go take the book. But thank you, whoever you are, for holding on to it for me. And I'm going to take it and put it where it needs to be now. Yeah, I like that. I like that it was like, I don't know, it was like a respectful kind of and like very, it was just very humanistic feeling. Yeah, I agree. So it was, it looked cool. Um, and then after that they had, I don't, I don't really know what this one was. The pic, Pixel Junk Eden 2. Did you even so understand this, what was happening on that? Because I didn't. No, and that's what I like about it. Honestly, like I never played the first one, but uh, this just seems like randomly like what you do changes the outcome of what the world becomes type thing. And it deals with music. It deals with beats. Um, So depending on, I guess, the way that you move your character depend makes a new beat or music or rhythm, you know, that then changes the level up and stuff. So it just evolves. It's sort of like Tetris effect in the sense. I was just like um, confused as to what the point was essentially like, yeah, it's a beat based game and you can manipulate the setting, but like, what are you getting out of it? <laughs> like I couldn't uh, tell what that it seemed was. like, just like a trippy experience. Like, yeah, that's all I can get out of it. Something that, you know, you would essentially put a VR headset on and, and just get down to it. Funky. Yes. All right. Uh, the next one was Feria, which was a card strategy game. I am not into. Don't care. Yeah. So I, I'm it's just gonna it. go on. Um, the next one was Eldest Souls, which they said was a boss rush battler. I have not my playstyle either, so. Yep. Don't I didn't care. Really, really care about that. And then they went on through a bunch of different trailers. Um, for a ton of games, but they didn't. Which really- they're doing Blair Witch, yeah. Which came out last year for the PS4 and Xbox. Yep, they did that. Um, Ghosts of a Tale was another one. Um, Sky, which uh, I had for the for iOS. Oh yeah. Yeah, which I talked about on the podcast, yeah. and I played it for a week, and it was cool. But yeah, I remember I- you talking about that. Yeah, I I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, it's a it's a journey game. Maybe I would like it better on yeah on the Switch, but probably not. I don't know. It that game, as much as it was like Journey, it was a never ending game. Whereas Journey was that's two three hours of your time and it's over, and it was a great experience. Whereas Sky was you're going to keep playing for hours and hours and never really get anywhere. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not here for that. I need, no, I need gratification. Yeah. Like instantly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they had other ones, uh, sky racket. I don't really remember what that was. No. Um, super liminal, which I remember talking about. That was super cool. Uh, I think we talked about it on the one, the PlayStation. Um, Mm -hmm when they had their state of play last, it was that optical illusion game that we were saying that that'd be really cool in VR. Oh yeah. This, yeah. That actually looked like a VR game. It yeah. looked like, um, uh, it also looked like a dreams game too. Yeah. You know, that it was built in dreams. Right. So, uh, it's cool. That's coming to the switch too. Um, then they had wingspan, um, dicey dungeons, 
um, Bounty Battle, Moving Out, which I've actually seen like a trailer for that. That looks Moving super- Out actually looks really cool. That's yeah. probably like my favorite looking game. Like it looks like that one that you were telling me about, where you had to like co-op. Um, you and Tony and Kayla played it. Uh, Hefo. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of yeah. The no, same mo- moving out looks a lot better in the sense where you have to move furniture right. um, from a certain area to the moving truck. And yeah, but it's sometimes like weird you have to like throw the couch over the river or whatever. Yeah. For um, some reason. But yeah, you have to like <laughs> angle it right, position things right. It, it looks like a great party game. So like. That's yeah. great that that's coming out for the Switch. That's probably a day one game that I will actually buy. Yeah, that like that cool. that like I'm surprised that they only did a little short clip of that, and maybe it's because it's been out for other systems before. Yeah, that's yeah, that's coming out next month, end of next month. So, but that I mean, that's a great game. It looks like. Yeah, um, and the last one that they had was Ed- Exit the Gungeon. Did you play the first one? Because apparently this is a sequel. Enter the Gungeon? No. Okay. I didn't. But I did it's, not uh, it, It's a hard game. I was going to say, it looks hard as shit. Yeah, I just watched the trailer. I was like, what? how am I supposed to even figure out like who's controlling what and where it's coming from? Yeah, like, it it's a, like a lot of things on the screen. Yeah, it's a 2D platformer shooter. Uh, just bullet hell fucking game um that i heard good things but that it's one of the hardest games out there yeah and they're saying that this one's supposed to be harder that's cool i mean i probably like it then i don't know i i'm as much as i love hard games i i think i'm more drawn to hard platforms than uh hard shooters or i would agree bullet hell games you know yeah but yeah no i mean it it was a decent indie world it wasn't anything that like really stood out that was like oh i need this you know but uh yeah all good i I think it was you know a good little showcase of stuff but i'm kind of interested to see you know how uh these indie devs do as as far as like you know people are home now and looking for things to play on the eShop. you know yeah. what indie games are they going to be purchasing is it going to be any from the showcase that are out now or coming out soon so i don't know yeah cool. i mean we will see um i would love to do some more podcasts while we have the time as well that's not uh video game related and stuff yeah that we- that we can talk about later not necessarily here but yeah yeah i um i definitely think that this is a time that people need entertainment more Mm -hmm. than they did before uh they need to a lot of people myself included are distracting themselves i'm usually somebody who's pretty on top of news and things like that being well informed (laughs) and right now i'm trying to avoid it all because i just don't (laughs) i don't want to hear it like yeah I just I I can't deal with it. It's, it's every like the other day I took an hour nap and I woke up and all the businesses were closed. I was like, I can't do this, like this yeah. constant change. So I think that, you know, I'm definitely going to be trying to put more content out on socials that I have time. Um, I def- I'm working on some blog stuff to put up on the website now that I have time. Cool. I, I like the idea of more content audio yep. wise 
for everybody as well and trying to keep everybody, you know, together. And also I'm just, I'm trying to like, you know, I want to be the person who, you know, can say, Hey guys, we're all in this together and yep. we'll, we'll make it through. So I, I want to like try to open more like Mario Kart lobbies and stuff like that, you know, keep, you know, inviting people to that kind of stuff. If you're feeling alone, if you're sitting in your house by yourself, you got nothing to do. You got us. So yeah. And I think, around. uh, our one buddy Kiefer hit us up earlier about, uh, playing Mario Kart tonight. So we might nice. be doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I've said I'll be deep in animal crossing, but there's still plenty of time to play other games. Like- you got no time. You got <laughs> animal crossing and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Tony only has Call of Duty. (laughs) It's all he needs. If anyone wants to play Call of Duty with me, just let me know. What's your name on Call of Duty? What's your uh? Uh, They'll have to message me to get it because it's a whole hashtag thing. It's it's kill Tony P, and then there's a number series after it. Hmm. Okay. And that's how you add cross-platform. Oh. That was Activision's solution. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, fine. If anybody wants to play games with me on Xbox or on Switch, you know, shoot me a message. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down to talk. You know, check in. Cool. Check in with your friends and family too. You know, can't stress that. Yeah, pretty much. Time. That that's it. Like I've been hitting up some old friends of mine, new friends, and yeah. and just everyone, and just being like, "Yo, how's everything going?" Like I talk talk to my buddy, the retro gamer that I mentioned on the last podcast. He he uh, FaceTimed me through Instagram mm-hmm. last week, just being like, how are you doing? And I'm like, everything's exactly the same as it was for me. You know, like, it's like, I've been in my house for two days and it's like, all right, like, like everything's going to be fine for everyone. You know, it's just a matter of that change. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. I've been like FaceTiming with my sister every day, you know, like my family right now, we have a huge email thread where we just like send pictures and like, just like what we did through the day, something that made us happy. And it's cool because my family's a lot of my family is in California. So like, I don't get to see them completely locked down right now. Yeah, Yeah. So it's like, also, you know, I get to hear from them and, you know, have constant contact with them, which is nice. And I think that, you know, this is just, I've, I've been getting like a lot more talk from, from people I don't hear from as often and things like that. I think people are just being more social as far as like phone calls and texts. I think it's messages. a good thing. Yeah, for sure. It was funny actually yesterday, my friend Cody called me. He was like, listen, I'm on my way to pick up my Animal Crossing right now. Do you need a copy? I will drop it off at your house. I was like, I'm good, dude, but I appreciate it. He's like, I'm just calling everybody I know that wanted it to make sure that their copy's coming in because I'm heading to the store right now. And it's like that little, like that little stuff. It's just so nice. Like, you know, for somebody to be like, you know what? I know everything's shit, but I'm coming out and I'm, I'm doing something right now. And if you need anything, I'm already out, you know, like, let me know. And it's like, you know, money's not an object or, you know, like you'll get me later. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. Like, Everybody's yeah, it's just it's thing. just keeping people sane and and happy, you know, because that's all that matters. Who is smacking flies right now in their in their apartment? That Tony. is not me. Tony, was that you? Yeah, Are my you bad. Flies? All right. <laughs> was it a fly or what? No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can you explain it. what you were doing? 
I was tapping my pen. Oh, okay. That <laughs> sounded sound very loud. Wow, it's an echo chamber. All right. <laughs> well, either way, uh, great podcast, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. And um, as usual, you know, check us out if you're locked in. We've got all the stuff up on the website, all the old episodes. You know, give uh, us a listen. It's uh, uh, precisely, precisely dot yeah, precisely dot live. Or we do have, merch. yeah, we do have our merch on there too, and it's very affordable. But we also understand if you can't afford anything right now, because everyone wants to save money, and I totally understand that. So, yeah, for real, yeah, um, just hold on to your money. Also, uh, you can follow us on the socials, uh, Precisely Podcast on Instagram. Um, also, we have a Facebook page, if that's your jam, uh, at Precisely Podcast on there, too. We just got that up and going. I got it up last week. Yep. So we'll try to post things on there. I'm just trying to cover all socials here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week with uh, a big Ori uh, spoiler cast, I guess. <laughs> spoiler cast yeah something like like that i like it i know wifey wants to be on it and our our friend chad tattoo artist wants to be on it yeah as well so cool we'll make it happen and uh and maybe kelly and i will be doing some extra content yeah we'll yeah we'll be around you know like i said take care of yourselves take care of others and uh yeah we out and and game on we out Yeah. Peace.